0: Shavuot Tov, everybody, and welcome to Parashat Vayhi. I want to tell you a story about a military officer who had just begun to try a meditation practice for stress reduction. He found himself standing on a long line at a supermarket. By nature, he was impatient and he became incensed when he noticed the woman just ahead of him in line had only one item. She was also carrying a baby, and when she got to the checkout clerk, she stopped to chat about the child. And to top it all off, she handed the baby to the clerk and they were both cooing over it, completely oblivious to the lengthening line. He got stiffer and more rigid, but because of his meditation, he became aware of the heat, the pressure rising in his chest, his forehead, the story, the images of what he might do, and the inner dialogue, what nerve, how selfish. And as he recognized... What he was doing to himself, he relaxed and paid attention to some slow, even breaths. And for the first time, he really looked at the baby. And finally, when it was his turn to get his groceries checked, he said to the clerk, that was a beautiful baby. And the clerk beamed and said, that was my baby. My husband was killed recently in a fighter plane accident. So my mother takes care of the baby now while I'm at work. She tries to come in once or twice a day so I can see him. As humans, we tend to live inside our own heads, existing as isolated islands of awareness. Our minds are constantly thirsty for complete understanding of the world around us, constructing what we believe to be the absolute truth about our reality. But if this story teaches us anything, it teaches us how much we don't know, and cannot possibly know we don't know the whole story we are moved and humbled by stories like this because they point out the limits inherent in the human condition and it's this realization of our limited understanding of other people's direct experience that when cultivated and nourished opens the gates of true compassion and if you're looking for a paragon of compassion, look no further than this week's parashah. And of course, I'm talking about Yosef as Sadiq. Yosef's brothers, after their father dies, are afraid that Yosef will take vengeance upon them. And they con- concoct this story that their father told them. And they said to Yosef, Daddy said, Please forgive your Please forgive your brothers. We know, uh, you know, they're saying, Yaakov, our father knows what we did, and he's asking that you forgive us anyway. And Yosef begins to weep when he, when they say this, because they've been holding this in their hearts for 17 years. And the brothers go, and they start prostrating themselves in front of him. We're here before you, we will be your slaves, just don't kill us. Don't be afraid. Am I instead of God? You thought to do evil to me. But God had other plans. He thought to do good for me. So that I could give all of you life. That's why the story played out that way. And Yosef consoled them by the alibam, and he spoke to their hearts. So we often focus on this act of Yosef as the ultimate act of forgiveness, in which he doubles down on his decision to completely bury the hatchet. But the question arises: Why the need for another forgiveness scene? Wasn't the first one enough? If it were, there would have been no need for a sequel. Yes, Yaakov is no longer around. So there may be some practical differences between the two scenes. But I think the answer is actually much deeper than that. Listen to the words Yosef used in the first forgiveness scene in last week's parasha. He says, And now it was not you guys who sent me here. Rather, it was God. Yosef was trying to paint a picture of absolute forgiveness for his brothers, and in doing so he attempted to remove all responsibility from them. But there's just one problem. No one wants to hear that they are not responsible for their own actions. If Yosef is only forgiving them because he believes they are not responsible agents, he is not seeing them as true equals. And it's only in this week's parashah, 17 years later, that Yosef is able to not only fully forgive his brothers as before, but fully express to them that he has seen them as equals all along. Meeting them at the apex of the mountain of moral responsibility. After all, this is why Yosef took the time to construct a redemption arc for his brothers. Yosef knew that if he simply forgave them without having them redeem their prior actions, then his forgiveness would ultimately be lacking. So forgiveness is therefore not a hierarchical thing. It's not about my moral superiority over you and my power to forgive you. Forgiveness in its truest, holiest form is instead about meeting another individual as a complete equal, seeing them and their actions for what they truly are and saying you are still worthy of my love and I still value our relationship as one of ultimate equality despite your prior actions I'm still able to see you for what you truly are in your grand infinity another world another brilliant shining essence of the almighty God Nelson Mandela as you all know was imprisoned for 27 years, much of that time doing hard labor in a quarry, often receiving mail just once every six months. It said that he despaired of losing contact with people he loved, so he decided to bring love to his guards while continuing to stand firm in his opposition to apartheid. It was hard for the guards to mistreat him when he was being loving, so the authorities had to keep replacing them. But Mandela would just love the new ones too. In fact, at his inauguration as president of South Africa, one of his former guards was seated in the front row. This is the ultimate act of forgiveness, to be able to see past all the darkness, all the negativity, past the vitriol, and see the shining human soul behind it all. Nelson Mandela pulled a page from Yosef's playbook and achieved a level of unique moral clarity. The message to all of us is subtle but crucial. Learn to meet hatred with love, all the while never losing sight of the infinity and true equality of another human being. Only then can we claim to possess sincere compassion. Thank you very much and Shabbat